Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey. My co-host Sam is not able to join us today, but we have a very special guest. Please welcome from UCLA, linebacker from the football team, Shea Pitts. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be on the show. Of course, of course. So I can't help but start the interview in this way. UCLA, it's been over in the news in a while. Obviously, the big switch to the Big Ten. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Yeah, honestly, like, it, it is a big switch and it's kind of a big deal, but I'm not even going to be a part of that because it's my last year. So it doesn't start until 2024. It's definitely exciting for the guys, but it, I, we're just focused on the season right now. But it, it definitely, we kind of think about it as in the future, winning the Big 12 is going to be a little bit harder than winning the Pac-12, I'd say. So so it's, it's going to be a good opportunity for us to win it this year and next year because it's going to get a lot harder in the, years, in the years in the future. So I won't be a part of it, but to take care of business this year is important, I think we have a schedule that lines up to our to our ability to win. Definitely, for sure. I think you guys are poised for a big season. Obviously, for some of the younger guys, that thoughts can be in their mind, but your mentality is perfect, just ready for next season. Then we're going to backtrack a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your recruitment to UCLA, what schools offered, and what ultimately factored into your decision. Yeah, bro. So it was like I always had wanted to go to UCLA because my dad went to UCLA, and my mom also went to UCLA, so that was a school that I really wanted to go to. But I had a hurt back. I actually fractured my back my junior year of high school. And so recruiting was, that wasn't going very well at all. Like sophomore year, I was playing a lot. I was, started a couple games on varsity, had a lot of interest from a lot of schools. And it was looking really good. And then my junior year, everyone left because I broke my back. And I was like, all right, maybe schools aren't going to. So I kind of had given up the Pac-12 for a little bit because I was like, I need to focus on smaller schools. Maybe schools like, like San Jose State, schools like that. And then around i was actually i wanted to go to an ivy league so i was gonna go to harvard and i was pretty much set to go to harvard and then right before signing day like around late november no like really around like two weeks before signing day jim mora had contacted me and said yeah we want you to come here and i was like no way it was kind of sh- i was very like very shook it was kind of out of nowhere i didn't expect it to happen so on the spot i was like next that, that second i committed to him that was like all right this is what i want to do but yeah i was looking like ivy league for a little bit just because i had missed so many so many i missed my whole junior year that's a huge year for recruiting and senior year i played pretty good but not good enough because i was my back was still bothering me but thankfully coach Moore took a chance on me and it worked out all these years later that's amazing i think it's safe to say you made the right choice and you talked about your mom and dad going to ucla you come from a very athletic background your dad your grandpa played football how much of that athletic background kind of factored into your upbringing upbringing around football like did they pressure you to really start playing football or was it more your choice yeah so that's like the cool part about it is my dad was always not tripping at all about football he was like you do whatever you want like and that made me even want to do it even more he was very laid back about it but like it, like I said it was kind of it's kind of unavoidable coming from the football family I've coming from uh, my grandpa he played for the Packers played in the first Super Bowl I see his pictures everywhere on the wall then my dad he played for the Packers I see his pictures everywhere so it was like I was like, got around eight, nine years old. I was like, all right, dad, at some point, like, I got to, I got to start playing. He didn't let me play tackle until I was like 10. But yeah, he never put any pressure on me, never added pressure by anything. It was just kind of my desire to want to be like the people in my past family to do it. So that's kind of what encouraged me and got me going a lot in that aspect. And then what were some of the guys in your childhood that you looked up to? Obviously, I'm sure you looked up to your dad and grandpa, but other guys in the league that you modeled your game after or watched as a kid, who inspired you? 
So Brian Dawkins is my first inspiration. Like my dad worked for he worked for the for the Pro Bowl, and every year the Eagles would have a bunch of players that went to the Pro Bowl. So I would see Brian Dawkins and just the way he played, the his intensity and the way he hit made me always want to play like that. I wore his number in college actually. No, not in college. I wore his number in high school, number twenty, just because I wanted to play like him. I wanted to be like him. That was a big inspiration. Sean Taylor was a big inspiration. Loved the way he played. R.I.P. Ed Reed, those guys like that. So those kind of those gave me the Mainly it's the mentality. Tyron Matthew, the mentality, like those guys, I really try to model my game after and play with the intensity and the the love for the game that they do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Tyron plays the game at a very high level, very inspirational watch on the field. And then kind of transitioning to, you know, UCLA, I had the privilege about last summer, just like for two hours, walked around the campus on vacation. And my co-host, Sam, he's not here today, but he just did a summer class there. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, what's your favorite part about the campus and living in L.A.? Bro, I tell you, my favorite part about the campus is the weather all year all year long, bro. Like, you could go – well, I, we just had my guy, uh, Charbonnet, he went to Michigan. He transferred, and he was like, yo, like, the weather, just being able to walk around in shorts all year long and to be able to see, like, the beautiful campus. Like, you take that for granted until you go to a school. I never had to do that. I've been in L.A. my whole life, but you really take it for granted if you come from another school. So just being able to walk around in the beautiful – it's literally beautiful, sunny all year long, and that's, that's pretty crazy to me. Man, I'm, I live in New York, so I'm very jealous of that. Yeah, <laughs> I love New York, though. I've been there a few times. It's a fun, fun place. Yeah. Not the weather. <laughs> yeah, not the weather. And then you've spent a good amount of time at UCLA. What's been your favorite game that you played so far? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I'm not going to lie. Probably USC 2018. That was a good one. My guy, Josh Kelly, ran for 280 yards. That was my first time playing in the SC-UCLA game. That was my retro freshman year. That was fun. But I got to say, Washington State was the most fun. We were down by 34 with two minutes left in the third quarter or something like that. It was something crazy. Uh, we were down by it was 49 to 14 at some point, and we won the game. So that game was – that has to be one of my favorite games. And just the intensity of Washington State fans are talking so much smack. They're like, you guys suck. Go back to California. We're down by 30. We're like, all right, like, we ain't got nothing to say. And the fact that we came back and beat them, like, that, that was pretty crazy. So I'd probably say that game. And Oklahoma, we lost against Oklahoma, but a memorable game for me was at Oklahoma. It was my first game playing. So that was fun. But we lost by, like, 30 to Kyler Murray. So that wasn't a very memorable one. <laughs> so the Washington State. Actually, fun fact, we actually got to speak with Joshua Kelly last last year. Super nice guy. I love it. That's my guy. Yeah, he, he's awesome. And then, you know, you mentioned one of your favorite games being against USC one of the biggest rivalries in sports. Talk about the preparation, the fans, all the elements that go into that rivalry. Yeah, so like I said, my dad went to UCLA, so I grew up hating SC, and I really just don't like them. And so it just starts, like, round. They, we have to cover up our bear, cover up all our brewing stuff. They got to cover up all their stuff because fans will come in and vandalize this stuff, and they'll come in, like, paint it blue, or they'll paint it red, and we'll paint their stuff blue. So that's the fun part. And then around Wednesday, I think Wednesday every SCU, we have a bonfire where we just all get the crowd excited. We light a fire. Everyone gets turned. It's fun. And then just it's it's the two teams in L.A. Like, it's just we don't like them. They don't like us. It's, it's always so fun, man. And what happened, I think I'm 2-2 like, two and two so far playing against them. So this year, it's my fifth year playing against them. So this has got to be the one that I take, take it over. But, no, nah, we, we really don't like them. They don't like us. And that's what makes it beautiful. And, 
the fans they don't like each other either. So it's it's always yeah. fun. This year it's at the Rose Bowl. They got a good team. They have Caleb Williams and all them, Lincoln Riley. So it's gonna be a good one this year. Definitely, definitely don't want to miss this one. I can only imagine the the trash talk in the stands between the student sections and all of that. Man, it started with like, when I was a kid. I was like five years <laughs> like Reggie Bush dropped sixty three points on us, and that that was where my anger for USC developed. <laughs> that's where, <laughs> that's where it started. So now I'm glad I can have an impact on it. For sure. And then head coach Chip Kelly, ton of experience with college football, respected by pretty much everyone. I mean, what it's what's it like playing for him? What's the respect level in the club asset you guys all have for him? Yeah, I love Coach Kelly. He's a legend, bro. He invented the the Oregon spread offense. He had a spread offense with shiny helmets, and now ten years later, everyone has a spread offense with shiny helmets. So he really started a lot of trends. It's good. Like you just know he knows what he's doing. He knows he runs an offense that not a lot of people can stop. I'm on the defensive side, so I don't have as many interactions with him, but that's my guy. I mean, he's been sticking with me for five years, so that's my, I appreciate Coach Alaya, a real one. He knows a lot about football. That's amazing. And then last year, you were named a semifinalist for the Campbell Trophy. For those who don't know, it recognizes the individual best football scholar athlete. What was it like getting that recognition? What was it feeling like to be to be in you know in the running for that award? No, yeah, I felt good. Just appreciate to show like you're more than just a football player. Like that's my main thing. Like. I just want to show that I'm doing things for the community. I'm doing things to show to other kids that you don't just have to be a football player. Like your football performance is important because I wouldn't be at UCLA without that. But it shows that now that you have that platform, what are you going to do with it and how are you going to affect people and how are you going to really show things and show change and help the community around you? So that's a, that's a big part about that. And just show how schools are also very important. That's amazing. Well-deserved. And then, you know, you talk about your brand and your, you know, your image the NIL, I mean, that's been a very recent development. And you have something on your Instagram. I was checking out the Malibu Autobahn partnership. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how that kind of came around and what are your thoughts about that relationship? How's that helped you so far? Yeah, so that goes back to honestly to school. I was in an entrepreneur class and it's a it was a really hard entrepreneur class. And there was a kid in my class who was like may had all these startups going up and he's working with the Malibu Audubon. So he asked, like, yo, we've never had an athlete be a sponsorship for it. You want to, you want to do it? I'm like, car rentals? Yeah, like, uh, 100%. So that's been cool to be able to do that. And just to, it really just shows, like, the networking you can meet from people in your classrooms at UCLA that helped me get that NIL. So that's pretty much the aspect of that. Just you never know who you're going to be around and who can end up helping you and who you can end up helping in the future. So that's a pretty cool thing. And I'm hoping to really keep that launched and keep that going throughout the season into the offseason. Definitely. I think that really highlights the importance of being a student athlete. You guys are on the field. Everyone's watching you. But also at the end of the day, your students, you guys have majors. And then this coming year, you're going to be in the legal studies program. Congratulations on getting admitted to that. What are your future goals with, with you know, your law degrees and your business? Stuff? Tell me a little bit about that path academically. Yeah. So the first thing I want to do, like, I'm obviously going to play football as long as I can go to the NFL, hopefully, then, or any other professional league. That would be great. But then when I'm done, I want to be a sports agent. So that's going to help me understand contracts, be able to negotiate contracts and do stuff like that. I feel like I already have a good foundation within the the sports world. I already know a lot of people, a lot of, man, I used to live for so long. Most, like a lot of my teammates are on NFL teams. And I kind of have a feel for how the business works. So just be a sports agent. That's my main goal. And with those, those law administrative contracts and stuff like that, I'll be able to help me understand it a lot more. That's a great goal. I think wishing you the best for that. Talk about the future. We're going to even zoom in next year for this fall. 
big season coming up, your final season. What are your personal goals on the field? What are you really looking to accomplish in your last year at UCLA? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things specifically. There's a lot of individual things I want to do. But the main thing about it is I want to go to a Rose Bowl and win a Rose Bowl and be a contributing factor to that. So I don't care what it is. I don't care if I'm getting three sacks again. I don't care if I make one strip fumble that helps us win the Pac-12 championship. I don't care what I have to do. Just be something that is contributing to the team's success and helping the team win games. So definitely it's win a Rose Bowl. That's my goal. My dad won two Rose Bowls. I haven't even won a bowl game, so I definitely got a got a catching up to do. But just to win a Rose Bowl, that'll make everything, that'll make everything happen. So whatever I got to do to help my team win a Rose Bowl, that's all I want to do. Just be a contributing factor to helping this team win. For sure. And any games specifically that you're looking forward to playing next year? Man, I think all of them are the same, but the SC game, that's that's definitely in the back of my mind. I can't I can't lie to you and say, oh, they're the same. Nah, that that one, that's going to be a big game. And it's the first time having fans at the Rose Bowl in four years because of the COVID thing. So that's going to be a big game. I'm really excited about that, but can't jump to that. We got to take care of Bowling Green first. But that's always going to be in the back of my head, so <laughs> can't even lie to you. And then, obviously, we watch you guys on TV. We hear a little bit of the stories, but – it's very authentic when you get to talk to an athlete like this. What are some of your favorite, or I guess you pick one of your funniest moments with your team so far at UCLA that you won my share? As long as it's like PG-13 rated. Yeah, I got to think about this for a second. Hold up. It was my first ever game suited up. I was redshirting, so I wasn't playing, but it was my first game suited up. And we're playing a and And we were, this, I would be part of the second and third greatest comebacks of all time. This was the second one. And we're down, like, by, it was very similar to the Washington State game. We're down by like 33, 34, 34 at home. And we're on the sidelines, and everyone's like just kind of murmuring back and forth, like, all right, like, what are we on after this? Like, what's what's the move? Like, this game's dead. Like, <laughs> we're not, we are not coming back in this game. And everyone's kind of plotting like what the moves after the game were. And we had no, we had no, <laughs> we had no like thought in the world that we were going to come back and win that game. Like everyone says, like, oh, we were all bought in. Like, no, that game was over. Like, we were down by 35 with two minutes left. Like, we were just thinking, all right, let's get on after the game. Let's get in. We are talking about what we were going to do after. Like, it was so dead. And then all of a sudden, we just kept scoring and scoring, and we ended up winning the game and having the craziest comeback of all time. It was just it was just funny that, like, we were all decided I mutually agreed, like, all right, <laughs> this thing's over. Like, <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but it was like, yeah, bro, we're down by 34 with two minutes left in the third quarter. Like, this game is so dead. And then we ended up winning the game. We're like, all right, I guess I guess we really on after the game type stuff. So that's just fun. I mean, the locker room after that, was it just yeah, jokes? Bro, we're like, shocked? Like, <laughs> we're like, bro, we literally thought this game. Like, that's why it's funny. Like, in the media, everyone will be like, oh, everyone believed. Everyone believed. The heck no, we didn't all believe. That's just, we thought that thing was over. We all thought that thing was over. And then we came, it was literally, yeah, 44 to 10. That was the score. Wow. Left in the third quarter. So at that time, like, the game is done. Like, those are the sideline conversations. Like, what were you on? Like, it's over. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it was, that was crazy. So I thought that was pretty funny. There's a lot more funny story, locker room stories, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off, off, the, off the screen. I got you. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. And then our final question for you today is a question that we ask all of the athletes we interviewed. It's a more serious note. Looking in the future, 10, 15 years, 20 years down the line, what do you want to be remembered as? What do you want your legacy to look like? Yeah, man, I just want to be remembered as someone that, that helped their team win, as someone that made big plays, helped their team win a, win a Rose Bowl. I want to make one or two plays that people can look back and be ingrained in legacy. But mainly, though, 
that's what I do on the field, but off the field, I just want to be known as someone that inspires people. So if I made a difference in anyone's life, I don't care who it is, just one person, that would be enough for me. So whether it's my academic performance, my athletic performance, or my community performance, I wanted to have done something to inspire people and really have them think about their future and help someone out. That's amazing, man. Shay, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. It's been really a pleasure speaking with you. My God, I appreciate that. I hope you have a good one. You too. I'm rooting for you next year. If any of your games, I, I don't know if they're going to be in my you know, area. but We play, uh, shoot, bowl game. Can we play in the New York Pinstripe Bowl? Let's put it in existence. <laughs> All right, let's put it in existence. I'll be there. My boy Sam will be there to support you. We're rooting for you this year. We're up, but appreciate appreciate you, dog.